0: the promises of Scripture. For in the beginning was the Word, and that Word was love. From that love, God created. God pulled light from dark and sea from sky, and then then God scooped up the dust of the ground, and God said, imagine what I can do with this. So God breathed into the dust. God exhaled, we inhaled, and all of it was good. These humans, literally these dirt creatures, they walked and they talked, but they did more than that. They danced and they sang, and it wasn't just good, it was beautiful. Together, They explored all the beauty that God had created, and they grew. They learned, they adventured, they grew and they grew, and when they had grown just tall enough, they reached for the fruit from that tree, that one tree. God had tried to watch out for the growth of these dusty creatures. You see, they didn't yet know the fragile nature of the beauty that they beheld. And so they ate, and the enormity of all of it came to them. They could see everything now, and most terrifying, they could see themselves. They realized there was so much that they could do. And so they covered themselves with leaves. They tried to hide what they had discovered, not ashamed of who they were, but terrified of who they could be. Holy breath, dusty creation, wrapped together in beautiful, perilous tension. The Creator called and came and had seen it all. The Creator knew that they had grown enough to know, and so she began to teach us. To the one whose name was life, she was to experience so much. A lot of it would be hard, God knew, for this is the one who could create life too. And to the one who was named for the earth from which he came, the vastness, the wildness, unpredictableness of this earth, he would wrestle it, work it, create from it, care for it, and in return it would feed and care for him too. And in the end, God didn't curse them. God assured them that there was no great distance to fall, for it was from the dust they came that they would return. This dusty in-between their life, it would be hard, and it would be good, and the gift would be to experience it all. And then it was time to leave the garden, for there is so much that dust had yet to do. They grew, they knew, and so they journeyed farther and farther east, and all that God had taught them, they found it to be true. Together, they created family, and with the earth, they created food. But then again, they reached and they learned they learned that there was nothing they couldn't do. We had learned that we could create life, and now we learned that we could take it away. Brother came against brother, and it was from the ground that his blood cried out. That same dust, laden with so much potential, now soggy with the blood of all that dust could do. And so again, God came, and God talked and taught, God marked the brother Cain with a sign, a sign that would protect him wherever he went, because these creatures, they were still learning the fragility and the power of dust. Generations came. We built a boat, endured a flood, built a tower only to be scattered like dust. And eventually, God chose two, two creatures to help the rest remember what we are made of. To them, God made promises. Their descendants would be like the stars in the sky. Their offspring would be like the dust of the earth and everything that God taught them, they found it to be true. Generations came their children's children scattered brothers fought angels visited dreams revealed impossible things until one day one day a man was tending his sheep and he saw a bush engulfed in flames it instructed him to take off his shoes for the dirt he was standing on was holy This bush called Moses to remind the Pharaoh just what the people were made of. They were not made for violence, but for beauty. So Aaron lifted his staff, struck the ground, and watched the dust of the earth rise up and remind the powerful. For they had forgotten just what God can do with dust. Generations came. Wilderness was journeyed. Promised land was found. Everything God had promised turned out to be true. So judges were selected, and prophets directed, and eventually, eventually the people begged for a king. So a woman named Hannah went to a temple, and she sang, You are the God who raises up the poor from the dust, who lifts the needy from the ashes, who makes them sit among princes. It was her child, Samuel, who would grow, a prophet to call and guide the first kings, for his mother knew, his mother knew what God can do with dust. Kings came and kings went, and all the while prophets spoke. They warned against doing the things that nations do. Isaiah preached, shake yourself from the dust. You see, the dust and the ashes, they had become a sign of mourning, a sign of waiting as the people begged for the one that God promised them would come. And then... And then the whole earth knew it was true. Born in a manger, baptized in the desert, tempted in the wilderness, this one knew a lot about the dust, so much so that people weren't sure it was him. Is this the one we awaited? This one who is as dusty as we are. And so like he did in the very beginning, he scooped up some dust from the ground. This time he spit into it, rubbed it in the blind man's eyes, reminded us all what is possible, healed us all that we too might see. But not everyone did. Not everyone could And so he told his followers not to worry about these. To those who wanted to hurt you, the places that wouldn't welcome you, shake off the dust and let them be. Don't fight those who revile you. Pray for those who persecute you, not because they don't need to be fought, but because you, you are made of dust. There is too much power in you to let it loose to hatred. For there is nothing that dust can't do. So when he found the woman encircled, her punishers with lifted stones, he defended her by bending low. He put his hands in the dust, wrote something in its surface, reminded them of their substance, and they dropped their stones, showing us, how we all might be made free. And then and then when they all thought that it was over, they learned again that God's promises are true. They learned again just what love can do. What came from the dust shall return to the dust, but now now that wouldn't be the end. Jesus returned to teach us, show us, for we, these dusty creatures, are still learning just what God can do with dust. And so, when we look around this world, when we find ourselves noticing just how much is broken, when we find ourselves afraid of all that seeks to undo, remember, may we not so fear our fragility that we neglect our power to create beauty, for over and over, God has shown us, there is nothing dust cannot do. And when you look at your life, when you find your eyes focusing on the dusty corners you have neglected, if you notice yourself perseverating on the dirt that seems to cover who you know yourself to be, don't forget that you are made of holy breath and the substance of stars. You are made miraculously of dust. For we can trust that what God teaches us is true. Over and over again, she scoops us up, tells us we must be careful with this dusty existence, careful not because of our fragility, but because with us, there is nothing that God cannot do. Pray with me. So, Creator, creating God, scoop us up again, we pray. Mark us with the sign of your possibilities that we might come to trust your hope is true. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.